Hey there, this is Harriet, and today I want to talk to you about the curse of growing up and living in poverty. Let's get started. Now, if you go back to my podcast, through my podcast, you will see that I recorded a podcast about the gift of living and growing up in poverty. But I wanted to talk to you about the other side of living and growing up in poverty. And that side is not so glamorous. That side that I call poverty can sometimes be very dark and full of despair. And I want to talk about that today because some of you may be able to relate to it. Living in Mississippi, there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities for girls that looked like me. You know, there were, I didn't see um, any or many African-American doctors or um, we had a African-American attorney that was in town and he was a man. So I didn't really see women that looked like me doing things other than probably cleaning houses and maybe teaching in the schools or um, working as custodians at the college. But the curse of poverty, aside from the shame, because I grew up feeling very ashamed knowing that my mother, uh, that my grandmother had spread it all type of stories about um, my mother's drug, drug abuse and and um, her lifestyle and, 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 and I never will know the truth completely because I just, as I, I got to know my mother for myself and my mom, she has always been, even though she has had her struggles, she has always had a heart of gold. But anyway, the curse of poverty is the fact that you have to grow up around poverty. If you come from poverty, your friends are going to be poor people. And the people that aren't poor, they're not going to want to really be around you because most of the time, the behavior of people who have an impoverished mindset is a very dysfunctional one. And I, and I believe that that could be why and what contributes to a life of poverty, a mindset of lack. And I talk about that, too, in other podcasts. When you grow up in poverty and you don't embrace the fact that you are poor, because one of the stories that my grandmother would tell all the time to whoever would listen is how she was huffling and scuffling to, to feed us. And, and, and I would feel so bad when she would tell people that story. But that was her way of getting sympathy and empathy from other people so that they could probably say, oh, she's so wonderful. She's raising her grandkids and she don't have anything. And let me give her something. I really don't know. I'm just being honest about it because this may have happened to you. But I grew up feeling ashamed because I would hear the stories about my mother, my father, and and they were everywhere. You know, I felt so ashamed. I felt bad about myself. But then when I decided that I could choose what kind of future that I wanted for myself. I started to fix myself up and and participate in activities in school 
and I would read about colleges and and things that I could do to make my life better. And I'm so thankful that I had um, counselors and and um, teachers at the school to encourage me to just keep going. Now, I wasn't an A or B student, but I was very intelligent, but I was depressed most of the time going to school because I was miserable at home. Can you imagine waking up every single morning to fussing and cursing and fighting and just dysfunction? So the curse of poverty is that when you don't embody the mindset of being poor, then those around you will try to put you in place. And and the way that they put you in your place is by reminding you of what you don't have. I had a relative one time that told me that I didn't have nothing. He said, you don't have anything. Your mother don't have anything. Your father don't have anything. And you can't dig ditches. So you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do in your life. That's some motivational speech. But it came from somebody with a very impoverished mindset. Because there, I can think of so many other ways that this person would have told that same story to their own child. You see, the thing about poverty is that you have a lot of undeveloped minds around you as a child. These minds, they don't encourage you to dream. They don't encourage you to go after your hopes or to, they don't try to foster uh, talents and gifts because in poverty, most of the time, the family is more concerned about a dollar, you know, making money. And, and, it, and it's funny because it didn't matter how much money my, 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 uh, my grandparents received, they could never manage it because they had a, a impoverished mindset, a mindset of lack. And, and poverty doesn't just affect one generation because it can also affect the next generation and the next generation. And it's called generational poverty because when you're in poverty, this is what's the the hardest part about uh, the curse of poverty. And I'm trying to get this out. Um, When you have self, uh, uh, you know, some esteem about yourself, you feel good about yourself and you want to do something in life and you're around a bunch of dysfunctional and, and, and um, impoverished mind minded people then they will try to make it difficult for you to think anything positive about yourself or your life. Because most of the time their dreams have died or they haven't had good experiences out in the real world. So they will try to discourage you from doing things in your life. And so what ends up happening is that you start to feel bad about yourself and have low self-worth. I had such low self-worth that when I was invited to the prom, The first time this young man, he asked me where I wanted to eat after the prom. I told him Wendy's. Can you imagine there I am sitting in that beautiful prom dress that we bought at this little um, uh, secondhand store? And there I am eating a double stack with extra cheese from Wendy's. But that's the type of confidence and self, the worth that I had about myself. I didn't feel good about myself because of the environment that I was in. If it wasn't for those few positive family members that I had and the community members and the people at my church, I would not have had enough confidence in myself to go to college and to get out of poverty. 
You see, the thing about poverty, the curse is that when you do try to get out, there are so many people who are stuck in their mindset that they will try to become a stumbling block for you and they'll be negative and they may be in your family. They may be in your extended family. They may be. It doesn't even matter where they are, but they will try to hold you back. And if you're not strong enough, you will allow them to and you will accept their lies and their misery as, as, as gospel because impoverished people long before they're poor, it starts in their mind, in their mind, the selfish mentality, never having enough, not willing to do the work and go out and make sacrifices so that they can have something that no one has to give to them. And, and see, the thing about poverty, too, is that if you do get out of poverty because you work hard, you, you go to college, you save your money, uh, maybe uh, you, you marry into a situation where you can do better or uh, maybe uh, uh, you make your spouse makes it pro or you, you create a bestseller, whatever the case is. Those people that do manage to get out of poverty, the curse is that sometimes people will latch onto you and drain you dry. They will take all of your resources and make you feel guilty for getting out of poverty. So you continue to just give and give and give because you feel guilt and feel as if you owe them something because you got out and they use that guilt as leverage to control and to manipulate you into giving them what they want. And the moment that you don't give them what they want or what they feel entitled to, they will slander you and they will do whatever they can to ruin and destroy your life. So that's the curse of poverty because people who are in poverty that don't know God, that's not saved. And that's the, that's those people are very toxic. You've got to stay away from them. And I don't care who they are. I hear people say all the time that family is everything. OK, you better be trying to make sure that you you're connected to the family that's in the body of Christ, because I know a lot of young women who are in, in psychiatric hospitals today who are on drugs because of stuff that their family said to them, their blood family members, extended family members, people that they married, families from the people that they ma that they married into. So guys, be very careful. There's a curse to poverty. You can get out. You don't have to be stuck. You start going to God in prayer and asking him to deliver you. If God has blessed you, make sure that you serve and you help those who are willing to help themselves, but don't feel like you are, you don't have remorse for people who act like they're entitled to you because of their relation to you, because sometimes a person that you don't even know will appreciate more of what you do than somebody that's supposed to be so-called family, biological or in-law. And I'm just telling it like it is. 